Welcome to Her Sacred Sexuality Podcast, the show that celebrates our God-given sexuality for women who want to unlock their feminine power. We're your hosts, Karen Welton and Bethany Phillips, two friends passionate about liberating women from the shackles of shame and condemnation to uplevel every area of our lives through pleasure and play. Join us in our slumber party style conversations as we discuss taboo topics such as sex, kink, and relationships for women of faith who desire more. Discover how good sex can be and the limitless possibilities when we embrace our sacred sexuality. Welcome back, friends. Today, Bethany and I are talking about foreplay. What is it? How does it work? How does it work for men and women? Because it it is completely different for men and women. And what are ways that you can incorporate foreplay into your sex life to make sex or just foreplay more pleasurable? So let's first talk about what is foreplay. I know we're going to the bare bones of this, but foreplay is essentially the pleasure that you receive before you actually experience sexual intercourse. So it's a pretty large range. Some people would only consider it like touching the body. Some people consider it like sexting and, you know, like the conversations leading up to sex. And it just covers a large range. It can be anything from talking sexual fantasies, kissing, all the way to oral sex. Foreplay can be the main course or the appetizer, whichever you choose, which is kind of fun. It's essentially everything that happens before, like I said, sexual intercourse. Yep. And there's a saying, you know, we we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode that uh, sex begins in the kitchen. And mm-hmm. so what foreplay means to a woman and what it means to a man can be very different. And as Bethany shared, like if there are dirty dishes in the sink, she's not going to get turned on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's true with a lot of women. We all have our hangups and we need foreplay, especially women. I feel like it is so important to learn how foreplay can really open us and warm us up in order to connect and really be free and, and experience pleasure in sex. And I think that our orgasm when we're having sex can actually be heightened and magnified if we've really taken the time to give foreplay its proper place in our sexual experience. Yeah. I, I had read an article of a gynecologist who did a study and she had said that the most important part of, of a sexual act for a woman is foreplay because of the hormones that are released during foreplay actually brings a woman to a more heightened desire for intimate connection. And it can actually make sex itself way more enjoyable. The vagina actually expands when turned on. So it can make room for a penis and a bigger one if necessary. So lucky you, if you have a hubby with a big D, (laughs) your, your vagina can expand to fit him into your vaginal home. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's designed to expand enough to fit a baby through your vagina. So, so true. Your vagina is kind of badass like pretty awesome organ (laughs) and there's this is kind of cool too along the same lines that there is pleating along the vaginal wall kind of like an accordion skirt and Mm. during childbirth the vagina is designed to expand like an accordion skirt or like an accordion like it 
opens and there's little rugae, rugae um, that are kind of like little nodules along in the vaginal wall. And when those are stimulated by like a baby's head pressing down or like some kind of stimulation, it, it um, signals to the vaginal walls to open and expand and make room for a baby. Or I would also imagine like a penis when you get turned on your body responds and your vagina actually expands and elongates when you get aroused. So wow, there's lots of purpose to foreplay. There is lots of really intentional things about our bodies that are really built into the design and foreplay is necessary. And I won't just say foreplay, but I'll say like being turned on as a woman is necessary in order to enjoy sex. And it's part of our anatomy and biology that this all works together. Yeah. Oh, that's such a cool like thing to know about the vagina and how it just is so meant for like either accepting or pushing out a baby, (laughs) pushing out the baby. Like we receive, or we can also birth a human through our vagina. It's like pretty amazing, right? So like, oh my gosh. So and some women will experience pain during intercourse, um, and. That might just be a sign that you haven't warmed up enough yet. You haven't let your vagina yeah. expand enough to receive what your partner's packing. Yeah, <laughs> so truly. Sometimes <laughs> you just need more time. Sometimes yeah. I'll I'll mention it can also be trauma and there's conditions like vaginismus. I mentioned this in the low libido episode. If that's something you struggle with, like pain during intercourse, you might have a tight pelvic floor. You might have mm-hmm. some other kind of condition. You might have emotional you know, wounds and tension and trauma and sexual abuse that that can all come into play because the vagina and the pelvic floor are very spiritual organs. And unless a woman feels safe and listen, ladies, like this is applicable in birth and in sex. If you don't feel safe, your vagina is going to clamp down. It's going to be tense and tight and close. And that's going to mean sex is painful. That's going to mean birth is painful. It's the same physiology. Women need to feel safe and not just safe, but like warm, open, expansive, turned on, like ravished. Like it's not just about like, okay, let's have sex, stick the penis in the vagina. Like, no, there's so many, this is an energetic, this is emotional, this is spiritual. And the female organs really reflect the emotional safety or lack thereof that a woman is feeling. Yeah. So true. And a great meter of that is even your wetness. Yeah. I think a lot of women enter into foreplay thinking that they're supposed to be turned on at that point to want to then engage in foreplay and then sex. But the reality is, is that foreplay is meant for you to become wet and open and able to receive sexual intercourse once you're at that point. When men don't give women space or when we don't give ourselves the space to become aroused because we see them and you can literally put your hand on his thigh and he's got a heart on. And for us, it's like, okay, I'm going to need a little bit more than that. I'm going to need some touch. I'm going to need some talk. I want you to touch my erogenous zones and all the parts of me that (laughs) that'll always be funny now. (laughs) That's always going to be a good subject. If you heard that podcast where we couldn't think of the word erogenous. (laughs) Um, It's so, so, so important. If you want to enjoy sex for the majority of women, I won't speak for everyone because I know a few 
that can just go right into sex and see ya. <laughs> but for the majority of women, we need to be aroused. And that takes time. Yep. Specifically about 15 to 19 minutes. Because <laughs> that, that, that study has specific. been done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the study has been done. With your husband, okay, it hasn't been 19.5 minutes yet. <laughs> Get back down there, boy. <laughs> Not finished. <laughs> it's so true. But it, it does. It, there is a there is a number that when it's hit, it's like you've you've relaxed because I think as women, we carry a lot more men can compartmentalize women. Everything is kind of interconnected. I heard somebody describe it as like men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. If you poured syrup on a waffle, it pocket itself in different little, you know, compartments, but with women, the maple syrup is everywhere it's it's touching everything it's a giant so, mess in there yeah so it's <laughs> like we can't just shut off you know what the argument we had that day or the you know yep. stress that we felt or what happened at work we have to like get to a, a like a neurological place of calm and yeah. then arousal so there's a bit more yep. steps yeah we have they, to get out of our head I think that's the biggest thing is like, we have to get out of our head. There's like this thing that women have, like we want to feel connected. Like we talked about in a previous episode, women, when they feel loved and connected, they naturally want intimacy and sex and connection. Men have sex to feel connected. And so sometimes I'm not feeling connected to my husband and we're about to have sex. I'm like a chatterbox. (laughs) It drives them crazy. And I'm like, oh, I want to hear about your day. And I want to hear. And then this happened. And it's like everything that I, you know, has been going on in my life and in my heart, I want to tell him because the desire, the need for me as a woman is to feel emotionally connected so that I can then open up and feel sexually connected. And sometimes I talk so much. I actually like kill I feel his heart on and it's like crap you're like you you're taking I can't hold out this long (laughs) I don't know if anyone else out there listening has experienced that but something to be aware of like don't kill the vibe connect like be intentional but like that is a a thing for women like yes there are biological needs we have to open up and warm up and the vagina expands and we get wet and that's a good way to know like are you really turned on yeah if you're getting wet And we can also kill it by getting in our head. Like Mm -hmm. I've turned myself off after being hot and heavy. And then I get in my head and some thought enters in of like, I feel, you know, nervous about something or like, am I going to miss the orgasm or is there a child awake or is there a dog barking or like, am I going to take offense at something he's doing wrong? And boom, like I'm all of a sudden dry and turned off. Yes. <laughs> and that can happen for men and women. Yeah. But like the foreplay, there is like a design to it. There's a physiology to it. And when we understand how that works for both men and women, we can partner with it a lot more easily. So true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When specifically with wetness, if you've ever touched yourself and felt it, it actually feels very similar to what lube feels like. And so it can provide a lot of like your spouse, your husband with a lot of good liquid. Yeah, that is nature's lube that, that, yeah. that like we come with lube built in. 
Yes. And so it can help him even navigate, oh, she's liking this. Whatever I'm doing right now, that's the that's the silent yes. It's the silent keep, keep going. going. Yeah, this feels good. This feels great. Yep. All of these changes are happening in our body and it's a great sign to know like, okay, we're ready for sex. And I think it's interesting because a lot of, I've heard a lot of people talk about lube and how important it is like to use lube in your sex life. And I think that that can be true for beginners, but as you mature in your sexuality with your partner, that you shouldn't be having to rely on lube every time in order to have sex. And if you are, you're really not allowing the woman is not really being given the chance or opportunity to really get turned on. If she's not creating her own lube, if she's not wet, because it can be a crutch, lube can be a crutch to just like get over with sex quickly, or like move Mm -hmm. on to the next thing. Um, And it's practical, like, yes, it makes it less friction and less painful. But the truth is like, if you're rushing to that, you're not allowing the woman to really open and produce her own wetness. That's a sign she's truly turned on. And you're going to have a much better orgasm when you wait for her to get really wet. And I I think think that's a great opportunity for the man to say, I want to get you to this point before we have sex. So it, it creates even more of a necessity for foreplay because foreplay is what actually gets you wet and gets you going. Cause right. like I said, the guy can get there. No problem. He can go from zero to a hundred in 0.5 seconds. Yeah. And for us, it's like, it's going to take a while, you know, just <laughs> yeah. let, let me, and that there's so and that's, that's why, okay. Like it's yes. normal. Like there's that saying, men are like microwaves. Women are like slow cookers. Yeah. And it's kind of cliche, but it really is true. Yeah. And we live in this, this society, I feel like that's like, go, 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 rush, rush, rush. And as Americans, everything is very goal oriented and production focused and achievement focused. And we, I think that filters down into our sex lives that we have this mentality going into it. Like we have to achieve the orgasm and we just rush foreplay to go straight to the main course, which is orgasm, but foreplay can be the main course. Foreplay can be just as enjoyable or even more so than, than the orgasm or than actual intercourse. And the more I think you enjoy and like allow yourself to savor foreplay, then the more you can enjoy and have like an even more pleasurable orgasm. Yeah, no, that is so spot on. The thing about it, it's with sex, it's the journey, right? And so when we talk about our sex life, like with our girlfriends, you're never hearing a girl be like, oh my gosh, he stuck it in me. And then he came and that was it. It was crazy. No, you're hearing like, oh my gosh, he like kissed my neck. He like told me how beautiful I was. He slowly took my clothes off. Like we want to talk about the foreplay. We want the details. We want the details. was the explicit (laughs) romance novel details. (laughs) It's like, where did he kiss you? Was it, was he massaging your earlobe? Was he like, you know, we're- You've really had a lot more of these conversations than I have. (laughs) I have so many of these conversations. Tell me- everything (laughs) everything yeah it's so and it's like oh my god you like get excited for them because you're like you know how good that is you know how like how much women desire that and want that and I think when men neglect 
their women's pleasure, their woman's pleasure, they're doing the greatest disservice to themselves, truly. Because honestly, when foreplay is done correctly, the man can pretty much get whatever he wants. Like in the bedroom specifically, like he can, he can say like, turn around right now get on your knees, you know, you'll do things you never thought you'd do when you're turned on. (laughs) Yes. And so if, if they are able to love their woman, to please their woman, to get them to, you don't even have to make them come necessarily in foreplay, but if you can get them to a place of just feeling aroused, feeling hot, and like, you can tell when she's turned on, you are going to be a happy, happy man that night. I can assure you that. And I just want to, I just want to talk about this just for a second, because I think men have this aversion to, I don't know if it's women's pleasure per se, but it's definitely attached to it. Specifically talking about things that can bring women to pleasure that aren't just his penis or Mm. his, his own hands or whatever. If a toy is involved, if there's something to like help it along, I can't tell you how many times I have heard where their spouse will not use a toy. They refuse because they're so insecure. They're like, why do you need that? Like, what, am I not good enough for you? Like, I cannot tell you the rage that ensues inside of me. He's about to go, you guys. I I can feel a rant coming. (laughs) I'm talking to the men right now, if you're listening. So ladies, if you want your husbands to listen to this, give them the earbuds because I'm going in. (laughs) First of all, how dare you reject your woman's desire to want to come to an aroused space so she can fully enjoy her sexual time with you. And the fact that it's like not, it is not important enough. It's secondhand. It's, it, you just made her pleasure about your insecurity mm. and you twisted Go it on her. Get him, Bethany. I, it is so, I <laughs> truly believe it's one of the most dishonoring things you could do is say no to your woman when she asks for something in the bedroom, because women are showing up and saying, Hey, I'm opening myself up. I'm vulnerable. I want you inside of me. I want to be able to receive you. And then you're telling her no, when it comes to her ejaculation, when it comes to her pleasure and her opportunity to actually get to the point of coming like you do a hundred percent of the time. So there, if there's just something there that I feel like I don't know what it is. And if I can, if I can encourage the men, cause I just got mad at you. Now I'm going to encourage you <laughs> is to figure out where the insecurity is coming from. Why are you so uncomfortable with your woman having the fullness of her pleasure, whether it be all of you, some of you needing help from a toy, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. Now, if you guys both are uncomfortable with toys, sure, do whatever the hell you want. But um, I can't tell you how many people Mm -hmm. I know that struggle in this area and they don't know how to bring it back up because they've been rejected. Their, their husband said, no way, this makes me insecure. How, how come I'm not enough for you? So the women leave that conversation thinking, oh my God, why isn't he enough for me? What's wrong with me? Or, or my pleasure doesn't matter. 
to him. Right. Yes. That's such a good point. And I think alongside that, on the other side of the same coin is that it's easy for men to rush foreplay and want to just get to orgasm. And I think a big part of women enjoying sex and actually climaxing is their partner learning the skills of how to last in bed. Yeah. And if that's not something you've ever explored, talk, talking to the men here still, we're, we're, sorry for being a little hard on you guys, but this is important. This makes it a is. big difference. Yeah. And there has to be a value for the woman's pleasure. And that might sound selfish. That might sound one-sided, but let me tell you, I promise you when you prioritize her pleasure and her orgasm, your orgasms will skyrocket. You will experience so much more pleasure. I don't know about anybody else, but my husband gets off just hearing and experiencing me get aroused. Like that's all he needs. Like the sounds I make the, like the actual act of me getting turned on and aroused, he gets off on that. And I mentioned that you, you want to see your woman pleasured. And I believe most men do, but there's an insecurity because they lack the skills or the knowledge or the confidence to know how to get their woman off and how to do it confidently. And we have this mentality that this is just like we rush through foreplay and then we have sex and we stick it in there and then we do these motions and it's supposed to work. And that's why most women can't orgasm during sex is because if your man only knows one skill in this area, then it's going to be hard to really, like most women have never gotten to those peak experiences of orgasm because it's cut short. Right. And my husband took a course on how to have like non-ejaculatory orgasms and how to last longer in the bedroom. And let me tell you guys, it was a game changer. Mm. When he learned specific breathing techniques and specific motions he could do in order to hold his erection longer, it made my orgasms way longer, way more pleasurable to the point that it's like, I would say not 80, 90%, 95% of the time, I can have an orgasm during intercourse with clitoral stimulation most of the time, but it gives it instead of making the runway like 10 feet long, it's now a mile long. And I have that much more bandwidth to really let go and surrender and experience and savor the sensation and the process of allowing my body to turn on and get warmed up so that by the time I do climax. And this is just, this is just what women need. Like, this isn't just me. This is like, yeah, this is might be enlightening to some of you guys, but your woman needs you to take the time to put her first. And there's a great book I'll mention along this topic. It's called She Comes First by Ian Kerner. So if you want to up-level your game, men, (laughs) grab that Uh book. It's going to really explain female anatomy. It's going to help you understand how a woman gets turned on. It's going to give you techniques, step-by-step instructions, and really make you feel like it's going to up-level your confidence most of all. And I think when men gain skills in this area, and let's be real, like there's a lot men have to learn in order to be a good lover. (laughs) We kind of got it easy. (laughs) You just stroke it and there you go. Yeah. take a whole lot of technique, but there are so <laughs> many parts and intricacies to the female anatomy and the clitoris, and it takes longer and our brain gets in the way and then it can shut the whole thing. Like there are so many hurdles, but a good lover takes the time to learn, not just like the female anatomy and how women orgasm and the techniques of all of the foreplay and 
oral sex and all of that, but he learns specifically what she likes, what turns yeah. her on, what her moans mean, what her sounds mean, what really gets her going, like mm. how to, how to start wetting her appetite, even before foreplay starts, before you get in the bedroom, like all of this is part of the gift of sex yeah. that we have as children of God, we get to experience and explore this. And if yeah. you, if you or your partner are like stuck and you're like, ah, oh, it's just not working. There's something not working. This always happens. Don't get insecure and just like dig your heels in the sand. Take this right. as a challenge to learn new skills, learn new tricks, learn about yes. what makes your woman purr. And yeah. try, don't be afraid to mess up. Like we had, yes. so, we had years of messing up and like sex that was not good and not enjoyable. But let me tell you, like I accredit most of our amazing sex life now to my husband doing the work to learn how to go down on me, how to do oral, how to hold off, how to last a long time. Like all those techniques go a long ways. And when you can really make her truly pleasure and enjoy the experience, you're going to enjoy it 10 times more. Yeah. I think that's so, that's such a valuable thing to walk into sex, foreplay, all of it, just your sexual encounter with is curiosity yeah. And openness to learn. Like if you're going in for the sake of your own pleasure and not the pleasure of the person that you're having sex with, then you're doing it backwards because you guys should both be on the the side of how can I please my partner? And when you come in with curiosity, with openness and women I'm talking to you too because yeah this is a two-way street it is listen it is a we hold back so when there's things that happen in especially in foreplay that we don't like or he's not hitting the right spot or he's using too many fingers or he's he's not on my clit he's like doing something weird with his tongue and you don't speak up for yourself that ain't nobody else's fault but your own babe Like you have to be able to speak up for your own pleasure and you have to be able to be bold enough and say it in a way that's receptive. You know, it was not until I started being vocal about what I liked and what I didn't like in the, in the bedroom that sex started to get real good, really good for us because my husband didn't see it as a put down. Women, we see it as a put down. If he says, oh, I don't like the, what you're doing here. We'd be like, oh my God, he's attacking my identity. He doesn't love me. I'm not hot enough. I'm not doing the right thing. And <laughs> we take it in a totally different way. Whereas men, they see it as like, oh, okay. She doesn't like that. I'm going to stop doing that. And then if you say, oh, I really like what you're doing right now. That feels real. Keep doing that spot on. You're giving him instruction on how to properly please you. And then, and what you're doing is you're giving him the ability, availability, availability to change to be who you want him to be within the bedroom. And you're not changing his identity. You're just saying, Hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And it doesn't have to be this big hyped up thing where you have to sit down with him and have a 15 minute conversation and stroke his ego. You can literally do it as he's doing the act and just be like, oh, that feels so good. Can you do two fingers instead of one? Lick my nipples or whatever. You know, you can guide him to do exactly what you're in the mood for and he will do it happily (laughs) most of the time. (laughs) 
<laughs> I agree. Communication is so important. Otherwise, how are you going to learn? How are you going to grow? Yeah. How are you going to understand what each other likes? And yeah, I think it's also a two way street, you know, like we can't expect as women that our partners are just going to show up ready to go and ravish us. And we don't have to put anything into it. And yeah. I am totally screeching to myself here because I think as women, especially as moms, we can get so in our head and we can get so disconnected from our sexual desires, from our feminine energy. And it's really easy to just like take the back seat there. My husband really took on the responsibility of pursuing me after so many years of disconnection and emotional stonewalling. And I think when the man does that, it makes it so much easier for us as women to enter in. And when we can follow their lead in this area, it really helps a lot because we want men to lead us as much as that's triggering in today's culture. Nobody wants like a doormat, especially in the bedroom. <laughs> we, we want to know like they desire us and they want us on the same side of that coin. Men need to know that we desire them and we want them. And that's not always at the surface for women like it yeah. is for men. We might need to cultivate that in our heart. We might need to like lean into it throughout the week or through the day, even if there's a lot of stress going on. And I've experienced this a lot in my life. I've had to be more intentional about it. And I cannot tell you, I cannot claim like I am doing a great job at this. And I'm so thankful though, for my husband who has taken the lead role in pursuit at the yeah. same time, I try to not shut him down and push him right. away. I really have tried to say, okay, when he's, when he's initiating, when he's pursuing, I'm going to be an open book. I'm going to go along with it. I'm going to yeah. lean into it. I'm going to, I'm going to express desire for him too. Even at those times when, when you're starting foreplay, I don't know if anyone else's experiences, but it feels so awkward before you get, before the woman gets turned on. Yeah. And it's like, you, you're kind of like, okay, I know we should have sex. I want to have sex, but my head is not there. And you're just kind of like kissing or, or whatever you're doing. And it's just like awkward. Yeah. <laughs> if the desire no, seriously isn't there and that can be a turnoff for women, but you sometimes we just have to get through that and like yeah. allow the awkwardness and like the, the, the parts of it that you're like, no, don't do that. Stop that. Or like, you know, like there's yeah. times when like everything is aggravating, but once you're warmed up, everything is a turn on. And so yeah. we have a responsibility here too, to kind of cultivate our own fire, to keep that passion alive, to stay warm, to, to even pursue our husband's back. And that's something when there is emotional safety in the relationship, it's really easy to engage and have that mutual back and forth and pursuing and desiring because there's not the insecurity of, oh, if I reach out and put myself out there, is he going to reject me? Or if I say something about what he's doing and try to give him like, you know, Kurt, like uh, tell him that doesn't feel good, or is he going to get insecure? And, and I've been there, like we've both gotten insecure and offended at, you know, stupid things yeah. and had so much more emotional insecurity and pain in the relationship. And it just makes sex like feel impossible. It makes it feel like we don't have a sexual desire and it's so much work and we can't do it. But when there's safety, when there's peace, when there's connection, making sure we're stoking our own fire and being a yeah. willing, like active participant and coming into the bedroom with desire, yeah. even though 
it feels like it might be a lot of work to enter into and it feels hard. It feels awkward, but if you give yourself and your husband that time, it will, it sometimes women, you just need that orgasm. You need to Mm -hmm. feel like you're in your body again. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's going to release all the stress and pressure that you're struggling with. Bottling up. Yeah. You're bottling up. That's yeah. That's keeping you from entering in. You actually need that in order to click back into alignment. Yeah, that's it's such a good point because I would even challenge listeners, set a timer for yourself, set a timer for 10 minutes. I know people who do this with working out. They don't want to work out that day. They're like, I don't want to give time or energy to it. And so what they'll do is they'll set a timer for 10 minutes and they'll work out for 10 minutes. And if they are still not into the workout after 10 minutes, they, they're like, I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to push it. Give your man 10 minutes of your undivided attention and try, try to get there within foreplay. And he's going to have to take a role in that. You know, he's going to have to really walk alongside you and get you in that space. Here's the thing. You're going to have days where you just don't want to have sex, where sexual activity does not sound like a good time. And like, I'm in that phase right now. I'm like, not even a week. I'm like the week right before I start my period and sex is like, I don't want it like at all. Not but watch out because me. next week. <laughs> yeah, watch out next week. Period. Week. It's happening <laughs> for Bethany. <laughs> but seriously, like it's there, there are times. And so don't feel like a shitty wife or something like that. If there are moments of, I'm so sorry, babe, I love you so much, but I am just I don't think I can get there tonight. Like there have been times where we're having sex and Johnny comes and then he's trying to get me off and I just can't get there. I'm like, I'm it's okay. Like this could be just for you, you know, (laughs) or certainly times. Yeah. When it just doesn't work for, for the woman or the man, like it's gone. We've had both happen where one of us just like, it's just not happening. And usually, usually I'll say it's like an offense, almost like an emotional, like, uh, Mm -hmm. we get annoyed at the other person about something and it like kills it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're just, it's like, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying. And, and it's like, okay, I'm not hard anymore. And I'm not turned on anymore. And I'm not yeah. anymore. And then we're just like, ah, fuck it. You know, so yeah. that happens sometimes. It used to happen a lot more. I think when we didn't know what we were doing now, it's like right. maybe one or two out of a hundred times that it's yeah. just a, a dud and it's like, it's okay, we'll try again tomorrow. Yeah. Like yeah. So if, if you're there, like, don't worry. Like that's part of the learning process. Yes. And you get better, you get better. You get more self-aware for me. I learned to shut up and not keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> <And turn them laughs> <off>. <laughs> well, I think no when to shut up lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no when to stop talking and just yeah. start moving <laughs> using your body about- yeah <laughs> stop talking start moaning, all the men okay? said, amen so that brings it to a great point because when we are feeling disconnected or when we feel like we're not getting what we want or they're not getting what they want usually the guys do get what they want but um, when it, when it comes to foreplay when we're trying to be a bit more curious about ourselves, there's things that we can do that actually help us get to where we want to go. And for the men, for them to get to where they want to go. And for you guys both to both get there together. So (laughs) let's talk about foreplay inspo. There's, 
you know, we hear about the bases, first base, second base, third base, and then there's the home run, which is sexual intercourse itself. But You're bringing me back to like, <laughs> I know, <high> school days. <laughs> I know, I know. Did you get to first base? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is like, nobody could actually identify what first base was like. Is that kissing or is that play or is it? Oh, okay. or, yeah, I don't know. Maybe touching your breasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who knows? Everyone I don't know. We need to ask a, a young person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's different nowadays, but, but there's things that your spouse can do for you and you can actually invite in that can actually help stimulate that foreplay experience for you. Because like we said from the very beginning, foreplay has a large range and it can start in the morning. It should be starting the moment that set the last time you had sex was. So your husband can be keeping the engine warm, so to speak, for you by your acts of service, girly. <laughs> you know, he can maybe do the dishes or say, hey, babe, why don't you go like get your nails done? I'm going to take care of the kids. Or take you on a date he could buy you some vibrating panties and maybe go on a date what? with him yeah. i did not even know those existed Wait, really like the queen of toys <laughs> no, yes. heard of that. oh my god karen i'm gonna buy you something. yeah but like you stick like the this vibrator that is shaped to your panties and oh, stick it in the panty yeah and then the guy like your husband holds the remote and he gets to control like how fast it goes how slow it goes and it can kind of be a way of teasing I mean teasing is a great introducer to foreplay it can be you know teasing can be everything from conversation and text messages you sent throughout the day or sexting sexting yes when women have an expectation of hey I want you and I want you when I come home, then we can kind of set ourselves up kind of like what we talked about in the libido podcast about what we need in order to be comfortable, to open ourselves up, to be fully relaxed. We can make sure that the house is put together and he can maybe bring dinner home and you guys can set the mood, so to speak. Yeah. To be able to jump into that foreplay and that foreplay becomes a lot easier. Like the Mm -hmm. introduction of more, you know, not just the beginning part. Yeah. I love what you said there just a minute ago about foreplay starts the minute you finish sex the last time. And that is such a great way to look at it because foreplay is ongoing. And Mm -hmm. I think humor can also be a great, the teasing, the playfulness, the humor, the sex scene, the like walking by. Spanking. Spanking. Yeah, I was just gonna say like, and your husband walks by and spanks you on the ass. Like all those things are so fun and playful. And I've even like had my husband say like, hey, you should respond more to like my my texts and things. That is almost our role is to be responsive when the man is reaching out and putting those feelers out. And I didn't really get at first like, oh, he's looking for response. Even if it's just like a, a little laughy face or a little like, you know, ha ha. It's like, okay, there's play. There's this connection. There's this like, we're simmering the pot in the background. Yeah. Yeah. And that all goes into foreplay that goes into so like, once you get into the bedroom, when you have that time, it's like, that spark isn't so hard to light because you've been, you've been kindling the fire in the background. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're more open because sometimes I feel like, especially with moms, you hear the, the phrase of like being overstimulated and overtouched. 
Mm -hmm. Like I've been touched too much by my kid, all this stuff. And when we enter into the bedroom with zero expectation and him just wanting to get to it, it is overstimulating. It's like, oh, the touch doesn't feel good. But if, if, if your man came to you and was like, lay down, take your clothes off. I'm going to get some oil. We're going to make the room nice and warm for you. So you feel comfy. I'm going to give you a back massage. I'm going to rub your legs, your feet. Honestly, that in itself would probably make me wet. Like I'd probably get to a point where I'm like, hell yeah, that sounds incredible. And you know what that does? That removes tension that removes like just physical tension. And then it just gets you into a place, into like a mentality of receiving. It's like, oh, this feels so nice. Thank you so much. And then you guys might, he might start kissing you and one thing could lead to the next, but that massage touch can be sensual and it can lead to more. That That's a really big one, I think, for foreplay. Yeah. And I'll also mention too, sometimes lingerie can be something that not only helps guys because they're visual, right? And they get turned on by lingerie. And now not every guy likes lingerie. Like I totally understand. There are the men who are like, I just want you naked. Cause like, what's the point? I'm going to rip it off in two minutes anyway. And there are guys who love lingerie. They love to dress up. They love, there's like, there's an endless kind of sexual flavors and tastes and like what turns guys on. But if, if lingerie is something that you or your partner enjoy, I think it's actually a great way for women also, like I found when I'm wearing something sexy and I feel sexy, sometimes it's annoying to like put it all on and do the whole getup. But when I do, and it's something that I enjoy and I feel hot in, it helps me get in the mood way faster than if it was just like, okay, put on mm-hmm. some like a, a sleep shirt or get out of my sweatpants and then we're going to yeah. do it. You know, like if I'm actually, if I take five, 10 minutes to, you know, and you want to clean up down there, you want to like, make sure you feel yeah. comfortable and you're clean and you're, you're fresh, but even just like, you know, feeling put together, putting on something that makes you feel spicy and sexy and putting on that like role, it makes it easier to step into the turn on. It makes you more ready to get turned on because you're already feeling sexy and embodying your feminine energy in that way. So lingerie can be a great tool for that as well. Me and my husband, we have a mirror in our bedroom and we always like watch ourselves, like especially when we're in like certain positions will watch ourselves. And there's something like really hot about that. Like very on your ceiling. Oh my God. No, I did. (laughs) I did have, I did have an apartment where I had a mirror on my ceiling, not because I put it there. Like cheap motel to me. (laughs) I know. I I didn't put it there. It was already there there when we moved in. Hilarious. um, But yeah, no, we, you know, I think there's something hot about like watching you like ride your man or watching your husband like go down on you or even getting him off. And those things can be stimulating to your senses. That's another foreplay thing is sensational play. So with smells, with taste, with touch, all these things, if you have a feather that you can start, you know, rubbing over yourself or, you know, over your nipples, or they can do that to you. I mean, kissing, we, especially if you're married, I feel like kissing is the first thing to go. Like not just like a peck, I'm talking about like making out. I think the only time a lot of people make out is when they're having sex, you know, like when they're in the throes of 
fucking. And even then, I think it's been removed. But we used to make out all the time. And I feel like I I kind of pride myself in this because me and Johnny like kiss a lot. Like we make out a lot. So that was never taken off the table. But I didn't even think about it because it's easy to just give like a, okay, bye, see you later, you know, or hi, welcome home. But when we actually like just Mac on each other. Like when we're really slow, like, oh my gosh, when we have sex, he usually gets me in the mood. We do foreplay. I'll either give him fat head or he'll go down on me or we'll just make out and then we'll have sex. And then afterwards he'll like get me off fully because I like other things. And during that time, like when he's getting me off, cause it's like fully focused on me, he's either using the pleasure wand or he's fingering me or he's rubbing my clit. I mean, or I have a vibrator. He'll kiss me and he'll tease me with his kiss. Like he'll like kiss and then he'll like pull away and like, kind of like go around my face. And I'm like, wait, come back. It's like, there's something so hot about it. Like, and it's just like, I want his tongue. I want his lips. I want his mouth. Like it's so sensual and it's soft and it's just like, oh, it's so good. So the power of kissing and making out, I just feel like we do not tap into it enough. It is so raw. I don't know. It's just like yummy. I love that. Yeah. It's not just for horny teenagers. Like it's no married couples. Like hell yeah. Let's start macking again. Yes. <laughs> it's and so you, good. If you need things that like spice it up, because I think we get bored in the bedroom. And so we kind of go through the same rhythm over and over again. And after a certain amount of time, it's just like, okay, well, I sort of know what to expect. You can step out. There are things out there that are available to us that can spice up your sex life. There's toys. There's a company. I'll find the name of it and I'll put it in the show notes. But there's a company that sells like big canvases and you can pick like two or three colors and they send you essentially this entire package that is meant for having sex on the canvas And then you dry the canvas and you like can have a portrait of your bodies, you know, like all (laughs) over this canvas. It's so awesome. Like you're getting paint all over you. Yes. (laughs) And it's like, it's, it's like clean paint. So if it got anywhere, you wouldn't be in, in trouble or anything, but like, there's things like that, that just spice it up a little bit that add a new element to the bedroom and kind of get your wheels going again of like, Oh, how can we do something different to make this more interesting? I love that. And, um, and oral sex can be a great foreplay. It can also be the main course. I feel like we need to, we'll have a whole episode on oral in the future, but we do definitely want to give some airtime to oral sex as foreplay in the bedroom. It is great. And I'll also mention too, you were talking about like when it's, when you're not feeling it, like, and it's like, oh, like you feel stuck, like you're dry, like you're not turned on. If you jump to oral sex or like even just like fingering too quickly in foreplay for the woman, it can feel like, I'm not ready yet. Like she's, she's not ready. She's not turned on down there. Like back up just a minute. Like I need some more kissing. I need some more touching. I need to feel 
more warmed up, more connected first before you go straight for the clit or before you penetrate or before we do oral. Cause sometimes yeah. like the body needs that time to warm up, but oral sex yeah. can be amazing at really turning a woman on. And that might mean that he goes down on you. That might mean you give him oral. That might mean you 69 where you're giving oral at the same time to each other. And there's yeah. all kinds of flavors and positions to that, but it is a great way to get things moving quickly, especially yeah. if you don't have a ton of time to like really draw out foreplay. Oral sex can definitely spice things up quicker than making out. And so I think if you, yeah. especially when you get a little more skilled at it and you kind of know the buttons to press and you know, like what she likes and you know what he likes. I mean, guys don't really have too much trouble getting hard, but I think it's yeah. really the woman that takes a little bit more time, but it can be a great way to allow her to get turned on. And if you're uncomfortable with this, that's okay. Like it's not for everybody, but I would encourage you to explore it if you haven't before. And if it's something where you're like, oh, I don't feel, I don't want his face down there. Like if you're not comfortable, that's okay. But there's ways to make it less uncomfortable. Like you can- you can make sure you're trimmed. You can clean up. You can, you know, have him just kind of touch. Sometimes a lot of it's just insecurity. Like we're afraid we smell or it doesn't, it looks weird. And let me tell you women, like guys don't care. In fact, some guys love going down on their- A lot of guys love going down on their wife. Like that is a huge turn on for men. And we don't give them enough credit. A lot of women in their head, think that they don't like doing it. And so what we think is, oh, they're doing something only because it's for them, but it's kind of gross. And it's, you know, they're not getting anything from this. And we go to this like victim weird mentality of like, oh my gosh, I don't want to like upset them. And it's like, what? No, they love it. Like, I guarantee you, look at his dick. I guarantee you it's at least half hard when he's going down on you. (laughs) <laughs> especially if you're responsive and you're making yes. sounds and you're not just like, ah, this is uncomfortable. Like, are you yeah. sure? Are you sure? Like, do you like <laughs> it? Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, that's not hot. It. Yeah. <laughs> that's not hot. Be Let confident. go of that insecurity, ladies, because there yes. is a whole world that will open up to you when you embrace yes. oral stick sex your hands in his. Yeah. Stick your hands in his hair. Like, grab it a little bit, like tell him you like it, you know, like tell him where you want his tongue to be. If you want him to use a finger, like there's so many things that you can do. I was just thinking about this earlier. Like the three points to play is curiosity, communication, and education. Mm, I love that. And so, so three points to foreplay is curiosity, education, and communication. So good. If you're lacking in any of those areas, go out and get more educated, go listen to more, you know, podcasts, read books, you know, like she comes first and get educated on it. Don't just be like, Oh, I don't know how to do that. I'm too insecure. I don't, I don't want to do it. Or I don't want him to go down on me. You know, like that's, you guys have a lifetime to figure this out. Why have vanilla sex? Why have boring sex where you feel awkward or like, it's just the same thing over and over and over again, when you have so much available to you. And so speaking of like touch points and things you can do to touch and stimulate each other, there is a spot on a man in between the balls and the anus. And it's that skin in between those areas where the pancreas, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
prostate. <laughs> I'm keeping that in because that's your that's your erogenous zone. Oh, <laughs> I did it. I, oh my god, I keep thinking like, oh, pancreas. It's not a pancreas. Don't touch their pancreas. It won't turn them on. <laughs> prostate thank you it is their prostate the prostate is in that area and if you press very firmly they will get aroused it's like kind of like a g-spot you know it's like just this point and if you press on it they they'll feel stimulated especially if they're like close to ejaculating themselves what's the craziest thing you've done in foreplay oh my gosh I don't know I'd have to think about that if you have one share it I have one (laughs) and it's really funny I don't know if I have any particularly crazy foreplay stories. Well, maybe this will, I don't know, get your gears rolling. Maybe Maybe it'll it'll make you think of something, (laughs) but um, I don't know. This was like several years ago, but I saw this video of this woman giving a hand job slash blow job using a grapefruit. And yeah, so she cut off both ends of the grapefruit. And like, you know how like the grapefruit has like those membranes, and like little bulbs and stuff. And so she was like, cut that off and create like cut like a hole within the grapefruit and put it over his shaft. Wait, wait, wait. And, she cut the grapefruit in half. Okay. So she cut both ends of the grapefruit. So it's round and you cut oh, off one side and the other. And then made and a then, hole through it. Yeah. Cut a hole through it. So like his penis could fit through. Was it cold? I have to know. Was it warm or cold? I think it was Luke. No, I think we actually warmed it up a bit. So you did. I, okay. Yeah. So I think we, it wasn't hot. It was just like, you know, like room temperature. Yeah. And, um, and so I like gave him like hand job, blow job, like with it, it was so messy. It was so ridiculous. We were cracking up the whole time. Like, how, how oh do you gosh. give a blow job with a grapefruit on his dick? Well, like it goes through it, you know, so you could like, you could use it and go up and down. You just don't have a so. lot of runway there. If there's a yeah. grapefruit. No, there, there wasn't. A, I mean, it wasn't, it was, you know, you cut it to be like that thick you know I mean I'm I'm putting up like three inches so there's a little bit of room but you know it was it was definitely experimental (laughs) and very fun but that's things like that can also stimulate more because it's like oh that's funny but silly like it makes you get over yourself yes it just it makes you be like okay this is hilarious like you're laughing at yourself and you're just having fun and you let go of control and I think for women that is probably like one of the number one things that if you're holding on to control in foreplay or in sex it's it's not going to be as enjoyable and you're not going to orgasm as easily if you're like I have to control every aspect of of foreplay and sex right (laughs) yes maybe you need a grapefruit (laughs) maybe you need a grapefruit Um, I would say like these aren't particularly crazy but I would say like handcuffs are great like toy to use. That's something that we've used in the past. And it's like, you don't have to be into like BDSM and bondage and all of that in order to just get out some fun, like fuzzy handcuffs, you know, you get them at the the sex toy shop or Amazon (laughs) and you just have fun with them. Or like we've used whipped cream and chocolate syrup and like Mm. honey. And like, sometimes those things are kind of messy, like you said, with the grapefruit, but they can be fun and pleasurable to like, you know, makes you feel like you're savoring it and yeah. or like flavored lube, you know, you can Ooh, get yeah. things like that. Fun. And that's or, fun because 
you can get in the shower afterward, we'll take a shower together. And then that leads from one thing to the next, you know, totally. There's so many things that you can add into your sex life, especially within the foreplay and how much that can actually bring to the sexual intercourse part of your sex life that it just makes it more enjoyable. You start to look forward to it because it's new. It's exciting. We you're, you're having sex with the same person for the rest of your life. It might as well be good. It might as well be fun. It might as well be exciting and stimulating. So if anything, I hope this episode brings you guys to a sense of curiosity, education, and communication within your own relationship. Yeah. And ask your partner what they like. And maybe that's a great place to start that communication is like introducing some of those fun things you haven't tried yet. And even if that's just like, let's get a feather out, you know, it could be something as innocent as that. It could be, you know what, I'm going to learn how to give a blowjob. I'm my, my, the husband's going to learn how to get, go down on on you or some fun toys or handcuffs. Like it could be anything we talked about, or it could just be like, let's just do it. Let's just start making out again. And we're just setting aside the time to really enjoy and savor foreplay without having to rush through it. Yeah. That's so good. So God designed our bodies for pleasure and for play, and we get to experience and be curious and explore them. And so we would love you to share with us on Instagram, connect with us there. If you got anything out of this episode, let us know if you tried any of these things for the first time and if you liked it and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of her sacred sexuality podcast. We would love to hear your thoughts and takeaways connect with us on Instagram at her sacred sexuality. Take 60 seconds to share this episode with your besties and leave us a five-star review. That's the best compliment you could give us.